1: and welcome to another episode of access press my name is matt and i'm the host of this disney theme parks news podcast and this is episode 52 for the week of march 10th 2019 well today we're actually changing things up a bit uh so today on my new show and new co-host of the show we have katie moots now welcome
0: thank you so much for having me i'm so glad to be part of the team
1: no problem I'm, I'm glad that uh you're part of the show it's it's i wasn't always sure if i was going to be having a co-host for these kinds of shows i had kind of talked it about early on in my uh the podcasting career i should say last year and um i i just yeah i just wasn't sure but now uh, you've been you've been really great on the past few episodes she had our cast member interview on episode 47 and uh and you've been on the past few and you've just done like an amazing job and i've I'm, I'm glad you could be part of the show so
0: yeah well thank you it's been a lot of fun being a part of it so i'm glad to be on uh more regularly you know?
1: yeah of course do you want to give like a quick uh like a quick introduction to yourself and i know we you have your 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 cast member interview but is there just like a quick kind of brief history of you like maybe where you're from and why uh why you love disney
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Katie. I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. I am a former cast member as uh, you talked about in episode 47. So if you want to hear more about that, go check that one out. Um, But I've always just been absolutely in love with Disney. You know, it's been a family thing my whole life. Growing up, currently a annual pass holder to Walt Disney World down in Florida. So I uh, frequently visit the parks and I just love everything about it. So, any excuse to talk more about Disney, I'm open to. So, I'm super excited to start this podcast journey.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. But, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, you, you bring such like great insight and uh, you, I don't know, you always have a lot of good things to say. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy for you to be part of the show. So,. Uh, But that's yeah, no problem. That's but that's not all the news uh, for for expanding the team of XS press. So we have another member. If you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you'll kind of see that uh, we, we made a couple announcements. So the first one we do have we had Katie. Uh, and then the next one, we are having uh, Giovanni Ibera join the, the the team. He was actually on the show a, f- a couple times. The He was actually on the Food and Wine Festival preview show last year, and he's been on it I think like once or twice since then, so you'll, you'll know his voice. Uh, but he's actually going to be our editor and lead writer for the, the podcast because we're now kind of expanding the the to beyond the podcast and we're writing now articles and and kind of just features on the website on uh, at excesspresspodcast.com so you'll find some articles already written there um we're we're not going to be doing like for the most part you'll maybe see like maybe one a day or like maybe a few a week we're we're slowly getting into it as we expand the team it's um We're getting up there, but uh, if if anyone is interested in possibly being a writer or like a blogger for the podcast, you can shoot me an email at at gmail.com and uh, I'll give you more information about that. Uh, So yeah, so Giovanni, welcome to the team and uh, make sure you guys check out the articles over at excesspresspodcasts.com. We do have a bunch up already. Uh, and one of the biggest things is we talked about the uh, the um, announcement of the opening dates for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which we're going to be talking about in just a second. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the main news that we had for the, the the day. And I welcome Giovanni and Katie once again to the team. So, uh, but all right, well that's that. So why don't we kind of just get into the news? So, so Katie, we uh, last week you you came on the show, and we talked about. Pretty much a lot of things about Galaxy's Edge. Lots of things were announced. Uh, a lot of the rides were kind of detailed, and uh, there's just a lot announced. So, of course, a week later, they give us the opening dates. Now, now <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tiny. yeah. So, were you like, because uh, I kind of mentioned to you that uh, there was a rumor that it was most likely going to be announced during the shareholder. Uh, meeting for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, were you like standing by to like just see when those dates were going to be announced?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I was refreshing the Disney Parks blog constantly, <laughs> waiting for someone po- to post about it. Um, I was definitely I had it on, on my radar to make sure I found out that day <laughs> um, as soon as I could.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was like I was super excited about it. I just yeah, I couldn't wait. I was. Uh, I was like yeah, I was. I was. Well, first I was listening. Uh, to the meeting, but then I had to go do something and I, I had to stop, but I uh, was closely following along and, um, yeah, when those, uh, when those announcements were made, I just, I was with, I was actually sitting next to Giovanni and Giovanni and I just like, were like, okay, we got to get it up on the site. We got posts everywhere that the, <laughs> the dates are announced and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. So, uh, if you don't know already, uh, Galaxy's Edge is going to be opening on May 31st over at the Disneyland Resort and August 29th at Disney's Hollywood Studio. Um, so super excited for those announcements. Uh, I kind of mentioned last week I was really hoping that they were they were um, going to delay the announcement for like another month because, uh, Katie, as I mentioned to you and as I've talked on the show, is I've, I plan on booking uh, with DVC points, and I, but I have to wait until April 2nd. So I just hope there is room availability for me. Um, but,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but did you, did you go, uh, go ahead and, uh, book your vacations right away?
0: I did actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was already always planning on going in October and, um, I was actually, I've been working with April, who's the travel agent. She was on a couple uh, episodes ago as well. Um, and I was working with her. We went ahead on Wednesday or maybe Tuesday and actually put a hold on the room just in case. And I had until you know, that Thursday night to book it or not. So as soon as those dates were released, it just so happened that the dates that we were holding were overlapping. So I went ahead and booked on Thursday night. So I'll be there October 16th through the 22nd. So uh, hopefully I'm lying to myself by telling my by telling myself that it's going to be a little bit calmer by then.
1: No. And not, you're, you know, you're crazy abs- open weekend, but you're absolutely I'm absolutely lying, lying to, to myself.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is not going to be the yeah, case.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I... No, oh, I know it's going to be nuts, but yeah. I'm trying to just mentally prepare myself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, so I do have my trip booked. I got uh, pretty uh, pretty excited about that.
1: Nice, that's awesome. I'm am super jealous. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll be going hopefully a few weeks after that. Uh but yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be going to be crazy times. And yeah, you mentioned you mentioned April. Uh yeah, she was she was on a Cast Member interview on episode 41. And uh, she works with Imagine Destinations Travel, if anyone wants to use her as a travel agent. So she's, she's amazing. And make sure you check out her episode. But I'm glad she was able to help you out on your trip. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what hotel availability is going to be like for the next few months. So I'm just little a little, little worried about it. So um but yeah so disney actually they not only announced the the opening dates but they actually brought um a lot of different kind of rules and guidelines of how they're going to be doing this opening um now katie do you want to kind of run through us a bit like what what some of those things are
0: yeah yeah so the one thing that i thought the biggest thing was they're actually going to be opening up in phases. Um, So on that May 31st and August 29th dates, they're only going to be opening Smuggler's Run. So Phase 1 is only opening Smuggler's Run. um, And then Phase 2, which has not been announced when Phase 2 will be, um, will be the Rise of the Resistance. So their thought is that the opening in phases is going to allow guests to enjoy Galaxy's Edge um, kind of easier due to the high demand um so we'll see how that goes I just thought that was very interesting yeah they must have thought this through but I don't know <laughs> I don't know I'm yeah Disney on this it, one but it sounds a little different
1: yeah from what we're reading it sounds like they they wanted to do like they wanted it to open up sooner for the guests because like you said due to the height of the man they just wanted it to be up open up sooner and they want guests to just experience it um yeah, it's so I think phase two is coming possibly later this year. I think that's what the Disney blog article said, but again that's vague. Um and it kinda mm-hmm. reminded me of how New Fantasy Land opened up. Uh, because pretty much the entire land opened up besides Seven Doors Mind Train, which came like maybe a year later. Um, so I mean I don't know if those were technically phases, but that's kinda what it reminded me of, so. Um that was back in like 2013, 12, 13. I don't even remember anymore, but.
0: Yeah, around 13.
1: Yeah, so so they released some more information. And now this next piece is what I found the most interesting. So, so if people, the guests that are planning to visit Galaxy's Edge over at the Disneyland Park, um, so between May 31st and June 23rd, Guests will need their, of course, their valid theme park admission, but will also be required to make a no-cost reservation, which will be subject to availability to access the land. Uh, and Disney will be releasing more information on how to make that reservation at a later date. So you actually have to make a reservation to enter the land, which I kind of think is a really smart idea. Um, I mean, I, I think it's... It'll really help with the, the the crowds. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be super upset if they can't get a reservation to the land in the beginning. But I think they have to. I think they absolutely have to to kind of keep the 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 lines down to even enter the land. I mean, what do you what do you think of that?
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. It, you definitely it's definitely a good idea for crowd control. Um, but yeah, like you said, people are going to be very angry <laughs> if they can't get a reservation. But I'm kind of thinking it. Along the same lines, of it's going to be just like an extra fast pass or something, you know, you're going to have to put it on your, um, I guess Disneyland doesn't have uh, the magic bands, but um, it's, it's interesting. I hadn't really heard, I hadn't thought that this would be a thing, but yeah, I think it's going to be good in the long run, but we'll see how people react to it.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And um, they, 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 they're not doing that uh, over at the Walt Disney World Resort and Hollywood Studios. So it's, it's, I'm, I wonder why... They, I mean, I'm curious as to why they're doing it at Disneyland and not Hollywood Studios because it's just going to be just as busy. Um, but, I mean, again, Disneyland is smaller and it has a lot more locals to it. So, they. I feel like...
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was probably along the lines of, like, sizes because the yeah. Disney World is a lot larger. Yeah. So, maybe there's just more space?
1: Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, mm. my only... I can only assume is because of the local situation. I mean... Disneyland already mm-hmm. has the problem with tons of locals just coming to the land all the time. So I assume they're just going to freaking swarm to the, the, yeah. to the land at that point. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, but uh, one cool thing is if guests, guests that are staying at one of the three Disneyland resort hotels during those dates will receive a designated reservation to access uh, Galaxy's Edge during their stay. Uh, Which is kind of neat. So if you already have your theme park admission and you're staying at one of the hotels, you're good to go. You don't even have to make that reservation. They're giving it to you. So um, I I think you're going to find a lot more people trying to get – they're going to pay that extra money to make sure they're guaranteed access to it. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I already have a friend who's a local at Disneyland, and she I, she posted that she had already she booked her rooms just so that she could get in. So oh no kidding! I think really? locals are also gonna start taking that
1: up. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, if they're if they don't care about money, like they're just like I don't care. Give me give me a thousand night stay at Grand California Hotel. I don't. I just I just need to get into <laughs> that land. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So okay, what else we got for this? Um, reading through my notes, I kind of was skipping around a bit um yeah to access the land you need theme park admission which is we know capacity will be limited so again if you're if you're trying to get into the land just know there will be a wait to get into the land because they can only allow a certain amount of people in there so for both parks at least so you're gonna have to wait for that Uh, so another big thing was that the fast pass is not going to be available initially over at both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios for Smuggler's Run. So you can't make a fast pass for when it first opens. I couldn't believe that. I was really surprised. What do you you make of this news?
0: Yeah. That's just, it blows my mind. I have no idea how they're going to manage that. Um, I, like, that was the biggest news. It floored me completely. So uh, very skeptical, wondering what they're thinking, how they're going to manage that line. Um, But, you know, the more I thought about it fast pass does tend to lengthen the normal standby line because you have to let the fast pass in before the standbys typically or at whatever ratio that ride is running. So I'm thinking that this actually might even out the standby line versus the fast pass line. Um, so it's still going to be, you know, three plus hours I'm sure. Um, but Maybe they think that by not adding the FastPass, they will just keep it more equal for yeah. everyone. But I have no idea. I, I would love to have been a fly of the wall during that decision.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I've been trying to wrap my head around why for the past I guess few days that we've known about this information, and I couldn't come up with like a clear conclusion as to why they went off of the FastPass service. I mean, I can kind of understand your point but they want people to be happy so but i guess maybe if people don't get a reservation for fast pass they're going to be upset but i mean that's just kind of how the fast pass fast pass system works now anyways um i mean i can kind of understand the disneyland park is because people are going to rush to get into the park because if are you familiar with max pass and how that works
0: not really, no. Okay, so I'm not too familiar. so
1: pretty much you have to be. You can't make advance reservations. It's fifteen dollars a day. So say, for instance, you get to the Disneyland park, you purchase Max Pass for fifteen dollars. Once you scan your ticket and enter the park, you can make your first pass, your first Fast Pass on on it. So uh, I can imagine maybe they are they don't want to do that because of. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just <laughs> I just don't think um, I, I I don't know. I guess they just want to make sure people have all like they all have a fair chance to see it at once, and everyone is in the same boat because they all want to see this thing. Uh, and they mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I assume within a few months they'll probably have it up. Um, Watch within like the the following week they'll they'll have fast pass for it. So
0: probably yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I again I still can't really wrap my head around why they wouldn't do this. There's I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for words. I would almost, so.
0: I would yeah. almost say that they should have fast pass only and no standby because that way, just like you have to have a reservation to get into Disneyland, Star Wars, um, you'd have to have a reservation to get into Smuggler's Run. Like I could understand if they say fast pass only. Yeah, but I could see it. Just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: we'll know either. Um, I trust yeah. the Disney gods. Yeah. This uh, well, this next one is a little kind of boggles my mind just slightly uh so galaxy's edge will be available during extra magic hours at the hollywood studios but at the disneyland park it will not be included in extra magic hour or magic uh excuse me magic morning um so yeah not sure what's happening there as well um why wouldn't they include it to the for the guests that are staying at the, the resorts, why not give them the, the extra hour over at Disneyland? Not sure about that one either. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So.
0: I, I did find it interesting that there are so many differences between the two parks too. Like you would think that they would all want to be the yeah, same.
1: Yeah. But. No, agreed again. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it all comes down to the local thing, uh, mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Uh, that's, that's just my opinion. Cause they, they're adjusting the prices over at Disneyland, be due to like the locals, um, and I think Bob Iger has said that. Uh, I'll have to fact check that at some point, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but uh, okay, so what else? The last couple of things we got here because we have we got a lot of other news to talk about today, so I kind of want to just uh, run over this real quick. Um, if you're looking to plan a, a vacation at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, just note that uh, your vacation packages, park tickets, and Disneyland Resort hotel stay does not guarantee access to Galaxy's Edge. Um, again, I don't. That's that's pretty much after um, that like one month time frame where they said you'll get a reservation. Um, but yeah, so they they, said, they talked about that and but Disney really, I think they really made a point to saying that the capacity for the parks. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and its experience is limited so access to the park land and experiences are restricted or maybe restricted or unavailable depending on guest demand and other factors so I think Disney when they posted their Disney blog article about this I think they really made a point to kind of manage guest expectations about what it will really be like when this park opens there are going to be long lines everyone's going to want to get on this so if you're if you're going to the Galaxy's Edge, just just be patient and just know that there're going to be a lot of people, but I think Disney really is going to they really understand that they have to do a lot of crowd control with this and I think they I think they know what they're doing. Um, and they and they don't want to mess this up. I mean, even with the uh, the the queues for the rides, I mean, they said that the rides uh, well they haven't officially said how long the rides will be, but it seems like the queues will be able to hold people for about like five hours apparently that's kind of the rumor so the queues will be really long and the queues will be interactive with your guests your Disney Parks app and you'll you'll be able to pass the time a bit a bit easier so I don't know that's that's all they they kind of wrote for the blog article but just be prepared so I know Giovanni he uh, he was really excited because he's a huge Star Wars fan and he's actually yeah uh, I think his trip is September 9th so he's going to be one of those early ones there.
0: Oh, uh, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. So him and his family, they're like super excited about it. He's like, man, I don't even care. I, I'm fine with getting up early, going to park opening, uh, waiting online. I just – I know I have – he's like, I know I have to manage my expectations. Uh, but he he was so excited when he saw it was April or August 29th. So, yeah, he'll be going like yeah. a, about 10 days later. So. But, uh, yeah, any, any
0: final thoughts? It's thought? going to be awesome.
1: I know. Yeah. You have, you have any final thoughts on this before we kind of move
0: on? I mean, we covered the main news. I think, like you said, just gotta, gotta be patient and trust the Disney gods that they've thought this through. (laughs) That's all I can do. Seriously. They know what they're doing and put my faith in them. And exactly. I just, it's going to take a lot more planning than I think the average person is probably used to, you know, you have to definitely make sure you do get up and get going as soon as possible and hit park opening and, realize even if you do all that it might still be a little uh a little bit crowded for you (laughs) You everything still so
1: yeah and you know what i see yeah and i just had a quick thought i don't disney has never made mention of what this will look like at night no there hasn't been any concept art there hasn't been anything like now i'm like really excited to see what this park is going to look like at night because like i now i just yeah i just really want to see it at nighttime now so
0: yeah true
1: i wonder i wonder if
0: they'll move because don't they still have a star wars fireworks show each night i wonder if they'll move that
1: well they do but uh they're no the the star wars fireworks show is going away and i think in may um, the new uh, there's gonna be a new hollywood studios one where it's about like the um the animation throughout like i think the last 90 years of disney so oh cool yeah totally missed that yeah yeah so there's a new fireworks show coming later this year so yeah, that's gonna be gone. But all right, let's uh, let's move on. We're actually gonna take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come back with uh, come back to you for the rest of the news. Like the all right, and we are back. So, uh, Katie, I kind of mentioned before we started talking about the show. So last week we were talking about the Flower Garden Festival. So I've kind of, <laughs> I've kind of neglected the uh, the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. That's actually happening right now, again over at the California Adventure over in the Disneyland Resort. So sorry, Disneyland uh, guests, but uh, yeah, I've kind of not talked about it on the show. Last, I was gonna mention it on last week's show because it was opening, but I kind of dedicated it to an entire Star Wars episode. Uh, but yeah, so right now over at the park, uh, currently happening through April 23rd, again, is the food, the California adventure food and wine festival. There are, uh, culinary demos that are located at the backstage lot in Hollywood land. And of course, you're going to have the popular, the four, you have 14 festival marketplaces that have small plates, wines, cr- and craft beers. And each marketplace is inspired by fresh and California-grown ingredients. Um, Now, what Disney does with a lot of their festivals are the Sip and Savor Pass. So, Katie, are you familiar with this
0: at all? I've heard talk of it, but not too much.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, pretty much it's like uh, if you want to buy like – it's like a pre-made – not pre-made, but like a pre-paid – type card that you'll get um, which entitles you to uh, eight, uh, 8 select food or non-alcoholic beverage items at any of the participating marketplaces or the Paradise Garden Grill and select food uh, festival food and beverage carts. So pretty much you get like 8 coupons in a single day or you can actually spread them out op- uh, over multiple visits. Um, So this this sip and saver pass costs $54 or if you're an annual pass holder it costs $49 Um, but say you purchase it at full ticket price uh, you're going to want to find items that are at least $6.75 otherwise you're kind of losing money Uh, so just if if you buy the sip and saver pass make sure each item is over $6.75 just to kind of make the most of it so. You're gonna to wanna to do that. Um and then they have signature events where you can have dinner with Disney chefs. Uh there's winemaker receptions at uh, the Carthay Circle restaurant. Um have you so have you been to Disneyland, Katie? I forget.
0: No, no, I haven't. It's on my list, hopefully next year, Ooh, but I uh, yeah. have not have yeah. had a
1: chance. Uh if since you're a big Disney fanatic, you have you have to go. Um and oh yeah! You, yeah, and I was gonna say, if you go, make sure you go to the Carthay Circle restaurant because it's it's fantastic. It's really it's really awesome. Um, okay. So yeah, um, so make sure you book that trip next week. So, <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> all right. So we have so with this other event they have that's going on is called Sweet Sundays, uh, where y- you will join a celebrated pastry chef. Uh, it's going to be an entertaining dessert-focused demonstration. Uh, there will be an interview with the chef, and there will be a light brunch buffet that will also be featuring one of the chef's dishes. Uh, that happens over at the Palisade Stage in Paradise Gardens Park, and that is $110 per person plus tax and gratuities for your servers. And so the, it actually starts today. So as we're recording and releasing this episode, uh, the first one is March 10th, uh, so that one will probably already pass because uh, I think it happens at uh, 11 excuse me 11 a.m every day. So it'll be happening on March 10th, the 24th April 7th and April 21st of uh, during this event during the food and wine festival. so make sure you check those demonstrations out and then there will also be performances of the jam and chefs who will be using pots and pans and percussions. Uh, so I guess they, they kind of sound like the Jameters that come out over at Epcot. Um, do the Jameters still coming around? Uh, come around in Epcot? Are you familiar with them?
0: Um, I don't know. Yeah. I actually haven't heard of that at Epcot, so I'm thinking maybe not. I definitely haven't seen them at least.
1: Okay, yeah, no, they're they're. I mean, they're. I'm pretty sure they're still around. I'm gonna have to check to see if they are, but they're pretty popular. They show up um, in Future World uh kind of like they, they're usually like in the middle um where they have those like i think you, they usually show up by where there's big like it's like a big tar it's not like they're like tarps i don't know how you want to ex- explain it um it's like past oh, yeah. it's like past epcot or the the spaceship earth and kind of going towards the entrance to world showcase but i think they kind of show up in that area and they're this like three i think it's like three or four man group and they're they just kind of use like pots and pans and they're they they play like the drums and just look up like videos of the jammers. They're really awesome. So the jam and chefs kind of sound the same exact same exact thing. So um,
0: nice. Yeah, I have to check that out.
1: But yeah, then the last thing they have is Junior Chef, where uh, kids ages three to eleven can experience hands on cooking. So, but those are the main things for the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Again, sorry I haven't really uh, talked about it too much uh on the show but yeah so that's happening over in disney's california adventure right now so um make sure you check that out but uh we're going to kind of move on we have another news story over at the the same park so katie what do we got over there
0: so still over in the california adventure park we have a new attraction opening up it is jesse's critter carousel um that is slated to open in april it doesn't have a specific date that i've seen yet um, and so it is going to be just a cute little um, carousel. You can saddle up on a whimsical snake, armadillo, turtle, bunny, and more—all um, of the creatures from Woody's Roundup. So that is going to be a cute little attraction uh, at Pixar Pier, which is wonderful. Jesse doesn't get enough credit, I don't, I don't think. So it's going to be really fun and a little little Wild West um, carousel.
1: Yeah. No, agreed. Yeah, I think that should be fun. I don't. I don't know if there was already a carousel in Pixar Pier. I'm not. I'm kind of blanking. I can't remember if there was a carousel already. I. I I'm assuming there was, and they're kind of like reskinning it for because they just updated mm-hmm. it from the. Uh, what was it called before? I can't remember anymore. Something Pier. The oh, uh, Paradise, mm-hmm. Paradise, Paradise Paradise Pier. Yeah. Paradise Pier. Yeah. Yeah. So they they transform so it from putting, Paradise putting Pier. everything
0: in a Pixar spill.
1: Yeah, so I'd assume that's what they're doing with this. So, uh, but cool. So you said that's opening cool. in April.
0: That is opening in April. I did not see any specific date yet. So okay. stay tuned. Sounds but good. Be pretty cool.
1: Cool. All right. So what what else All we got right. for in news today?
0: So, uh, let's then head down to uh, back to Disney World. Um, so they did announce that they are going to be expanding the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. So that is super cool. There's currently two locations. Um, there's one in Magic, uh, Magic Kingdom, and then there's one in Disney Springs. But they are going to be opening a third location. Um, it's opening over the summer, and it's going to be at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So that's awesome. Another location. I know it's already super packed in there. Um, it's going to be located inside what is currently the Ivy Trellis Salon. And then that salon is going to be relocated into Senses, a Disney spa. So that is going to be great. They're going to be adding more chairs, a very special magic mirror, um, and then a transformation experience that will help guests choose the perfect outfits and their accessories. Um, So it's going to be super cool. I'm sure the kids are going to love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other, the Magic Kingdom Park location is going to remain open. Um, during these enhancements and if you have an existing reservation it's not going to be affected Uh, you'll still be able to hold those reservations so super neat I think uh, the royal transformers and the godmothers in training uh, they will be there to help you do your hairstyling nail polish add accessories your gowns and more Um, it just kind of depends on what package that you choose to uh, purchase so it's open to guests three to twelve Um, so all of the younger kids get the chance to do this.
1: Sweet. Did you ever do this growing up at
0: all? I, no, I never did. Um, just, I don't know. I don't even know if I knew that it existed. (laughs) Um, uh, or maybe it just wasn't as big. I don't know. Yeah, think
1: about it. I don't know when this officially opened, so maybe it wasn't around when
0: uh, you were growing up. I think it was probably, yeah, I was probably a little bit too old for it. I might've still been, you know, in that 10 to 12 age, but I- it never was anything that we were interested in doing, but I mean, going back as an adult and even, uh, especially when I was a cast member, I would see the little princesses come in and, you know, I'd have, I'd see someone dress up as Cinderella and it's, Oh my goodness, Cinderella. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> I missed you so much. Or, That's awesome. Um, and, and it's just so cute to, to see the girls, their, the, their faces just light up. I've even asked, like, I've had a notepad before and say, Oh my gosh, can you give me your autograph? I really want your autograph. And, um, so I know, I know the girls, uh, they just, they love it. So I, I'm glad that they're opening up or they're expanding this um, to make it more available and hopefully more reservations available.
1: Cool. Yeah, I know. So I know that you mentioned the Ivy trellis salon. Um, now I'm pretty sure that if, so say you have like a younger teenager who's maybe just like maybe a little too old for the Bibbidi Body Boutique, I know that you can actually go to the Ivy Trellis Salon and kind of get like a makeover, where like young teens can get like their hair and makeup done, but they don't like get in the to so like dresses or anything like that. Um, so I know over at the tre- Ivy Trellis Salon you can do that. I don't, have you heard about that or no?
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I've. I've I mean, I. Oh, cool. I. The only reason I really know about it is because I on the Be Our Guest podcast. Uh, I don't know if you listen to that show, but. The host, uh, the host, he would. His daughter had done that a couple times, so I know that's like another option uh, to do that. If you think if your daughter uh, might think like a, they might be a bit too old for the Bibbidi Bob Boutique, so that's another option as cool. well. So, cool. Sounds nice. like good news. I, I, th- I know the Bibbidi Bob Boutique is super popular, so that's good that they are opening up a third location. And I think the uh, the the Grand Floridian is a perfect place to do that. So. All right, so... Yeah, and also
0: just one oh. one other note on that I totally sure. forgot. Um, so the cool thing about this, too, so it is mostly geared towards the princesses, um, but it is open for boys as well, so they can turn into uh, the gallant knights, or even if the girl wants to be the knight. Um, so it's not just princesses. I think that's a huge misconception. Um, you can also be knights, and I you know there's a whole different experience where you can be pirates, so um, it's not just for turning into princesses so i think that's a really cool oh that's
1: awesome i didn't i didn't know that that's really cool yeah that's that's great yeah i think they used to have a pirate i think they got rid of this like a pirate adventure in magic kingdom i think there was one but there actually is going to be a new one which we'll talk about a bit later on the show that's coming so that's it's actually pretty cool so uh cool so yeah thanks for mentioning that so uh but yeah we're gonna move on to the next one so we learned that captain marvel is actually on her way to some of the disney theme parks uh so for have you seen captain marvel yet or no because it's out this weekend
0: yeah i just saw it yesterday
1: oh nice yeah i saw it uh yeah the other night uh i loved it i don't know what did you think of it
0: oh my gosh yeah it was really good and i was
1: nice yeah no I, I loved it um, I I actually kind of want to tell a quick story about about Captain Marvel so like they this hero like it's it's meant for like younger girls that kind of look up to similar to like how Wonder Woman is and there is a moment in the movie uh, I, I won't say anything without it's not really like a huge spoiler but there was you'll probably remember this part from the movie but there was a, a moment in the movie where there, it was Captain Marvel's best friend and her daughter. They were, All of them were sitting talking. They were talking about going on this like mission and the daughter was just, was like, mom, you should go on this because like it, you'll set like a good example for me. It was like kind of like a heartwarming moment. Do you know what I'm talking about in that? in that Yeah. In movie? So I, I kid you not, like in it, sitting in front of me in the theater was a mother and a daughter. And during that moment, the mother just kind of like, looked at her daughter and just like grabbed her daughter and like hugged her so much and like the the, the oh. daughter like hugged her as well i'm like i'm like oh my god that's like to me i'm, I'm getting goosebumps now because was just, just a really heartwarming moment seeing like how this mother and daughter was affected by the movie um and guys once you see captain marvel you'll you'll kind of understand what what i'm talking about but i just thought it was like a really sweet moment how this mother and daughter kind of like kind of looking up to them and uh, yeah, it's just it was really cool. So, oh um,
0: yeah, it's yeah, super cute.
1: But yeah, so if um, if uh, if anyone wants to meet Captain Marvel, she is coming to the Disney parks. Uh, so beginning this March, over at the Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, Captain Marvel will be arriving on an armored, armored shield vehicle, which will she will be escorted by a team of agents on her way to Hangar Twelve in the northeast corner of Hollywoodland. And as her fighter, or her jet fighter is being readied on his for a special mitten, uh, mission. Uh, Captain Marvel will be gathering recruits for a heroic encounter and aspire, inspire them to go higher, further, and faster. So it sounds like it could be like kind of like a little show i don't know if it'll be a meet and greet but it sounds like it might be similar to like march of the first order where like you'll see her kind of go down the the uh, like the the boulevard or whatever you want to call it and then she'll stop at a stage and kind of do like a little performance so it kind of sounds like what that's gonna be like uh, because they didn't specifically say meet and greet so Um, and then over at, uh, Shanghai Disneyland, you'll be able to, she'll be appearing over at the Pepsi East stage in Tomorrowland and at Disneyland Paris, uh, she will also be meeting people near the Blockbuster Cafe, so, but no news on her coming over to Walt Disney World, unfortunately, so she'll be, she'll be pretty much only in those parks, so, but yeah, so if you want to meet Captain Marvel, she is on her way, um. So, speaking of another character coming to the Disney park, so if you have any little ones uh, that are into Disney Junior, uh, so last last year one of the biggest uh, biggest additions to the park was Vampirina. I know she was a she's a huge hit with his Disney Junior friends. Uh, Katie, I don't know if you're familiar with Disney Junior at all. I don't know if you have any like young maybe nieces or nephews or anything like that.
0: Uh, Yeah, so I do have my niece. She's two and a half. um, And so big, big fan of Vampirina. Haven't heard of this next one yet, though. So I'll let you take it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of her either. Her name is, uh, so Nancy Clancy, who is a young girl from Disney's junior hit animated series Fancy Nancy, uh, she will actually be coming to Disney's Hollywood studio on May 1st. So she will actually be an all new character greeting over in the park's animation courtyard she'll also be um part of the breakfast that is over at the disney junior play and dine over at hollywood and vine so she'll be joining vampirina doc McStuff- doc mcstuffins and roadster racer racer goofy uh and then later in may nancy will be heading over to the disneyland resort where you get to see her over at the disney junior dance party in hollywood land over at the disney's california adventure park um but yeah, she's just another character who's super popular right now, and she'll just be joining the park. So if you have little young ones that are into her, uh, that she'll be she'll be there. But I think I also heard another character is leaving, um, and I can't... The name is... I don't have it in my notes, but the name is kind of failing me right now. So I think they're losing uh, another character, and I can't remember. But, but yeah, so Fancy Nancy will be coming to the parks uh, this May, so... All right. So this next piece of news I I think I was really really excited about. Um So Katie, do you know the narrow path that connects the Liberty Square and Fantasyland? This very narrow path where it's like next to the moat where it has like a good view of the castle?
0: Oh yeah, very familiar with
1: that. Yeah. So does it cause you as as many headaches as it does for me every time you want to walk through it?
0: Yes, it does. There's always so many people on that tiny little pathway.
1: Yeah. So, so I actually the first article we had written up um, for the Excess Press podcast website, uh, you can check that out now over there because I actually like did like a. A quick little image of the the path that i'm talking about so there was news that this this very narrow path that connects liberty square to Fantasyland uh it's going to be widened it's going to be it's going to be get it's going to be made bigger thank i'm just thank the heavens because it gets it can get very congested and because like so many people just love to take photos on this on this path and they have good reason because like the view is the view is really nice it's a really great view of the castle. But it also tends to stop traffic. Um, And last time, last year on my trip, I actually had to like not yell, but talk, speak loudly at someone to move (laughs) out of the way because they were literally blocking to the both ways of traffic. And it's like, come on, like we're trying to get through. I know you like you could take a really great photo, but like just beware of the traffic and you're not clogging it. Um, But I'm really happy to see that they are widening this path. Um, and then the the Cinderella Castle moat will also be drained and refurbished at the same time, uh, because of how close the path and the moat are. So, but I assume they need to do this because of the increasing crowds to the park, especially with the uh, opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over in Hollywood Studios. Uh, that is going to be, the, it's going to take some of the crowds away from Magic Kingdom, but um, there's still going to be plenty of crowds to be there. So. Uh, But yeah, the refurbishment, I'm very happy that it is coming. So I don't know about you, but that pathway just gives me a headache every time I think about it. And I was very happy. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
0: it's going to be really nice.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So I want to move on because we're kind of running out of time. So I'm going to run through these next ones pretty fast. So if you're – I had a whole big write-up for uh, the Raglan Road – uh, the annual Raglan Road Mighty St. Patrick's Day Festival over at Disney Springs. Uh, if you're into St. Patrick's Day between March f- the 15th and 17th, there's going to be a lot going on over there. There's going to be a lot of live entertainment. Uh, you'll be able to get your classic Irish grub. Um, you, get, you can get your fish and chips, the the Guinness-infused bang, uh, bang and Bangers. I don't really know what those are exactly, but they'll, they're there. Um and, but there's also going to be a lot of family-friendly uh, uh, fun as well. Uh, there's going to be the, the Irish dancers that are there, and you can actually learn the traditional Irish step dance from the pros. Uh, and then everyone should be dressing up in their their best garb f- just to celebrate it. And enjoy- there will also be complimentary face painting on March 15th between 3 and 9 p.m. And then March 16th through 17th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, and then for those wanting to celebrate on St. Patrick's Day, make sure you plan ahead for the fun uh, because guests will be seated on a first-come, first-served basis on a cover charge for $10 uh, for each guest that is 18 and older. So you can actually reserve uh, reservations today by calling 407-938-0300. So I actually went to Raglarone for the first time on my past trip. Because Giovanni, it's like one of his, his favorite restaurants in all of Disney World. So he's like, you have to go, dude. You have to go. And honestly, Racklin Road's amazing. I absolutely loved it. Have, have, do you go at all?
0: Um, I've been there a couple times before. Yeah, I went a couple times in my program. It's awesome. You know, I love the live music. Um, and it's it's a pretty authentic Irish feel, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's a super cool place. I don't usually hit the springs on my trips because uh, I'd rather be in the parks, but Anytime I do, I, I love hitting it there. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I on my last trip we went to the springs a, a bunch of times, and I I love it. I love the Disney Springs area now. Like I I, I was kind of with you for a bit. Like I'm like I don't want to go to downtown Disney. It'll take me away from the parks, but I actually really enjoy going there now. There's a lot of good food and entertainment there. So, um, but yeah. So all right, Katie, why don't we we kind of we're moving on to our last story. It's kind of like. Four it's kind of like five stories in one, but they're all pretty brief. Um but the yeah the Disney blog or uh the Disney blog actually put out a an article posting about five new experiences that are that are coming. So Katie, why don't you run through us some of these?
0: Yeah, cool. So the first one we have, you will now be able to join Captain Hook's pirate crew. Um so this is a new experience for the young ones, um, and it's going to be located at Disney's Beach Club Resort starting April 28th. Um, so this is for kids ages 4 to 12, and they go on a treasure hunt around Crescent Lake. They can meet Captain Hook um, and get some dinner as well. Um, it is an event for children only. So the package will cost $55 per child, um, and it runs from 5 to 8:30 p.m. Um, so I think it just sounds like a good way for the adults to uh have some. Mom and dad time only and get away from their kids. <laughs> um, so you can go ahead and call and uh, book their place for this awesome treasure hunt voyage. That sounds really cool. Um, I love Disney's Beach Club Resort too. So having a little bit more uh, uh, interaction with the area for the kids is going to be really nice.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds really awesome. I mean, I feel like if I was a kid, I would totally want to do that. And that's that's what I think is kind of replacing what I was talking about before where they had that pirate adventure thing over at Magic Kingdom. Um, so I don't know. Sounds like a lot of fun and yeah, if you need to drop your kid off and go go get dinner yourself, and yeah, just I think you're you know your kid will be in good hands with Disney, so
0: mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and then I am excited for the next one too. This one is It blows my mind a little bit, but guests ages four and older um, can enjoy an hour long mermaid school class. Um, So they're fitted with a swimmable tail um, and get led through activities teaching them how to swim in a pool just like a mermaid. So I think that is the cutest thing ever. Um, It's going to be only. That sounds (laughs) awesome. I know. So, left dates only is going to be at um, Yacht and Beach Club. Caribbean Beach Club Resort um, and the Art, of Animaz- the Art of Animation Resort. Um, so these classes are fifty dollars a person, uh, um, and you can bookings will be open mid March, um, so you can call and make your reservation for that. I think that's so cool. I want to swim like a mermaid. Oh my gosh! <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I kind of want to see what those tails look like. I'm really curious. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. so fun. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, so actually a lot going on at the Yacht and Beach Club. What else? What else we got going on over here?
0: So yeah, so still at Yacht and Beach Club, uh, there will be cabanas opening. Um, so you can make reservations um, for a rental for these new poolside cabanas at the Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. Um, so, these cabanas will include padded furniture, chairs, and couch, um, a designated Disney cast member service, cocktail service, mounted television with cable access, complimentary sunscreen, and other skincare products, mini refrigerators stocked with complimentary soda and water. Um, there's a fruit tray, plush towels, a lockable cabinet, um, and even charging outlets for mobile devices. Um, that is sounds awesome. <laughs> um, it's only available for guests staying at the yacht and beach club resorts. Um, you can make reservations for half or a full day rental, um, and are open for dates beginning March 17th. Um, so that sounds really nice. Uh, the Stormalong Bay, I think it's called at the yacht and beach club resorts. The pool is just incredible. I love it. My family will stay there. Um, usually when we go and we, I mean, we spend hours, if not half a day at the pool, just enjoying it. There's so much to do there. Um, and now with these cabanas, Oh my gosh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. Um, it yeah, doesn't, doesn't say how much it's going to cost. So that's interesting. No, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm interested I'm, to see how expensive it's going to be.
1: Definitely, yeah, I'm definitely curious how much that's going to be, but I, I would really want to do this cause we're, we're actually going to try to, we're going to put, um, ourselves on a wait list for beach club when we book for our, our DVC, we, um, so we're hoping that someone cancels and we, we get the beach club cause we really want to do this, but like, <laughs> I would totally do this. Like, cause we're going with six friends and I feel like this is amazing. Cause like we're, we're, we plan on going for like eight days. So like, we're going to want oh, like man. a pool day and this sounds like it's going to be awesome. Like you get a lot That's, with yeah. this cabana and I would totally want to do this. And yeah, I heard Stormalong, I've never been to the beach club, but people say Stormalong Bay is the best pool at this Walt Disney World Resort. Um, oh yeah, hands I heard down. it's amazing. So, uh, cool. All right. So, uh, what else we got? What else we got going on? Actually, this next one um, sounds really awesome. So,
0: yeah, go ahead. All
1: right. Yeah. So, m- my wife and I we've done a lot of these like paint and sips around at home. Uh, around home, where you like you kind of go to like a place and you kind of paint and like you sip on some wine. Uh, so. That's what this next experience kind of sounds like. So they have like these new art programs, uh, that there are these master classes that are led by professional artists at select Walt Disney World Resort and hotels, and we'll kind of be doing your own painting. So classes ranges anywhere from thirty five dollars to fifty dollars a person, uh, and it's offered to guests twelve dollars and older. Um, so the the lineup includes uh win paint and show over at disney's saratoga springs resort wild about painting over at the animal kingdom lodge painting on the bayou painting by the lagoon over at the uh, disney's port orleans french order french quarter resort painting in the vineyard at disney's yacht and beach club and then canvas and wine and glass painting on the boards over at the boardwalk so it sounds like there are just be, like, really fun painting classes that you can take. Uh, maybe you'll paint the scenery of what you're looking at or, uh, like, because usually if you go to these, like, paint and sip classes, like, they always have, like, a an artist with you to kind of show you. They're kind of like, they kinda have, they're kind of like a Bob Ross where you can, like, paint along with them. <laughs> um, but yeah, these sound really fun. So these are for select dates and you can begin booking soon. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love
0: doing those uh, paint and sip classes. So I would definitely definitely be into this and honestly those the price isn't too bad 35 plus taxes pretty much what you find for or at least what i see yeah. in those classes that cincinnati has so i think that's a pretty stellar deal um and if you're into art and painting i think which i think it's fantastic so yeah. that'll be really uh what kind of picture in 13.
1: yeah i feel like this is great if like if you're a veteran like maybe like a disney like Maybe for, I wouldn't say like a novice, but if you're like a mid to like a veteran of uh, the Disney Parks and you need something new to do, this could be a fun thing to, to add on to your trip. So, uh, but yeah, so this last piece of news, they're they're having some new uh, fishing excursions. Uh, you can climb aboard a 21 foot Sun Tracker pontoon, which is up to five guests uh, to go fishing. There's also a tournament style fishing nitro bass fishing boat, which is for one or two people. And then usually these outings are anywhere between two and four hours, and they are catch and release, so you can't keep any of the fish. And then the Disney, they also there's a new boat that has joined the fleet, which is the Nitro Z V21, which is operating outside of the Magic Kingdom marinas. And I just I had to look that up last night to see what it is, and it just looks like a cool boat. So. Uh, But yeah, I guess like (laughs) people have been able to fish around, uh, the, 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 I think Crescent Lake and Bay Lake for a long time. Uh, so this, these are just some new boats that you can climb on board too. So, uh, and it's funny, there's a number for you to call the book, the excursion. And I thought it was a kind of funny number. It was 40407 WDW bass. So it's kind of neat, but, um. (laughs) But yeah, so that's uh that's it for the news today. Uh, Katie, wh- how'd you, what do you think of the first official news show?
0: It was awesome. I we had a lot of information to go through, and I think we uh, knocked it out.
1: Yeah, so so mostly my news shows are usually like thirty five minutes. I mean, it's a bit easier when it's by myself, but I think uh with katie and i we're gonna try to we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it to we're gonna try to keep it to like 45 minutes an episode it's a bit longer today only because we packed uh i mean that star wars the star wars news took a bit to go through but we're also kind of packing two weeks into one week because i had uh, some of these news stories were from the previous week that i didn't mention so uh in the future the episode should be a bit shorter for you guys um but katie this was great i'm uh I'm actually really excited for these future news episodes. It's kind of nice talking to someone about the news um, uh, yeah it's it's super fun so thanks for thanks for doing this with me
0: absolutely it's a lot of fun I like I said in the beginning I, I, any excuse to talk about Disney is a okay in my book so yeah. I
1: love it <laughs> well now you get to do it every week unless uh, uh, unless you're gonna be out for any reason but um but yeah so but all right, yeah. guys. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna, gonna wrap up and get out of here today. So, Katie, where can we find you? I feel like I've, I always forget to ask you every time we end the show, but I want to make, <laughs> sh- make sure we can do that. So where can we find you?
0: Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram. My handle is MagicallyMootzy. That's uh, M-O-O-T-Z-I-E, Mootsie. So give me a follow. Oh, reach out if you have any questions. Uh, I love to uh, talk to everyone. So just say hi. Yeah, cool.
1: And then you can find us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at XS Press Podcast. Uh, and then you can also look uh, go, go to us on our website at XSPressPodcast.com. And again, over there, you'll be able to see all of our new articles that are going up. So just be on the lookout for those. Uh, and then, guys, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review, and it'll really help out the the podcast. It'll it'll help us uh, kind of it'll kind of help us climb the charts of the the Disney community, and uh, maybe people will notice us a bit more. So yeah, please rate and review the podcast. I, I've I've read a lot of your reviews already, and. You guys are really kind you guys had a lot of great words to say about us so thank you for that um and if anyone wants to be on a future show uh, with interview uh being on our interview for a cast member show like katie once was uh you can do that you just have to reach out to us in any way possible through the websites uh through our social media uh you can also shoot an email over to excesspresspodcasts at com, and we can get you on a future show and if you guys have any questions that you would like to be answered on the show from Katie and I were Katie's, I think a bit more knowledgeable than I am on certain things. So now you not only get my <laughs> opinion, but you get her opinion as well. Uh, shoot us a question again. You can do that over at excess podcast at gmail.com or anything on uh, anywhere on social media. Uh, and if you want to send us a voice message to have featured on the show, if you want to ask us a question. You can do that on your voice recorder app or your voice memo app on your Android or IRS device. And you can kind of just email that over to us. And that that's super easy. Just keep the voice messages to about like a minute long. Um, and we'll yeah, be able to answer those questions on the show. But uh, for the, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers.
0: We hope to see you next week and remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage!